0: hey guys you're listening to God within her podcast with Regan and Michaela and we're so glad you're here this podcast is a discussion about worldly topics
1: and how to navigate them from a godly perspective stay tuned and thanks for listening
0: Hey, hey, hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of God Within Her podcast. We are so excited to have you guys here. Um and with me is my wonderful beautiful oh my co-host. <laughs> I have to do it back, Michaela. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I love it. <laughs> um, so we are in our third episode of our series called Relationship check, check. check. <laughs> We were so close. So, we close, did. so close
1: We almost had it Relationship check, check. we're yeah. in it
0: So, welcome back um, We hope you guys enjoyed the first two If you haven't listened to them yet Go ahead and tune into those And then come on back and join us For this yes. one um, They kind of build off each other a little bit um, This week we're just going to talk about more so, like, characteristics of um, what you want to look for in, like, a partner.
1: Yeah, because I feel like last week we touched on, you know, like, intentional dating. We talked about, like, having a blueprint, specific characteristics that you should look for in a man, but we didn't go into detail on what those characteristics were. Um, yeah. So we just kind of wanted to take today to kind of break down characteristics that you should be looking for in a potential partner. And also... Godly characteristics that you should possess, too. We're coming at the guys and the girls today. Um, Characteristics that you should be possessing as a godly woman, too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, Yeah, but it's important to, like, know what you're looking for specifically in characteristics and then know what to, like, be yourself and how to be the woman that God wants you to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have we have a nice hefty hefty. I don't know why I use that word hefty (laughs) list of characteristics. So do you want to just we could just hop in? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go first. So the first characteristic that I have um, a godly characteristic in a man is to intimately know God. Um, So it is super important to find someone that has an intimate and tight knit relationship with God, um, and that that relationship isn't only tight knit, but it's continually growing too. Um, because being with a man that has a relationship with God will not only strengthen your relationship with each other, but your relationship's gonna flourish with God too. Um, as a man that's close to God is going to push you and your personal relationship with God to be strengthened too. It's like iron sharps iron. So whenever you think of a relationship, there are two people and in the middle should be Christ. So if you're with somebody that is strong in their faith, they're going to push you to be stronger in your faith. Um, and it's, it's just going to be an amazing thing. Think of it mm-hmm. as like a triangle. God at the top and then you and your partner on the on the other sides of the triangle. So you guys are just pushing each other closer to God. And in turn, you're going to push each other closer um, together, too. It's going to cause the relationship to be um, incredibly strong. So that's yeah. where I'm starting.
0: Popcorn. <laughs> um, that's such a good one. I was literally going to say like the image of a triangle that's just like so perfect for how like all relationships work um but yeah i think that's like definitely one like the most important thing is that um crisis first um and then what i had was that it's very important that they are like committed and loyal and like obvious in that um First Corinthians mm-hmm. seven, four yeah. says the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband in the same way. The husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. So I think it's really important for like commitment, obviously, like that's why you're in a relationship is you want to be con- committed to one another. So, I mean, you want your spouse to be committed to you, only you and to only have eyes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when looking at commitment, like, you want to look at what else is he committed to as well? Like, yeah. is he committed to being a part of a church and be serving in that church and being part of a community? Does he go to a small group? And does he have those relationships and is committed to keeping those relationships with other men in his life who can point him towards Christ, too? Like, so that it's not all on you, you know? Like, they need others, to Build each other up. So, yeah. like, is he committed to that community, um, or is he putting those things that involve Christ on the back burner? I think that's really
1: good, um, especially because, like, in relationships, we look at like the commitment to each other, which is really important. But we should also mm-hmm. be looking at like, okay, what else are they committed to? Yeah. They could be committed to you and be great to you, but have bad habits. Committed to right. Things of the world, but uh, that's that's really good to be, you know, to call that out. Um, yeah, that you should be committed. Because I to mean, God.
0: like those can be like patterns and trends. So you want to know like what his commitment is to like mm-hmm. what things, so that you can like almost kind of guess what it's gonna be in the future because you're seeing the suitability for marriage. You know. Yeah. So it's important to like look at these things, ask these questions, with like purpose and intent. Yep. Intense, intentional dating. Yeah. A little bit of a plug. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Along with that, I think a good characteristic to look for in a man is having a heart that is eager to forgive others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Ephesians 432, it talks about, it says, um, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God forgave you. Um, so you should be looking at a man of God, who's quick to forgive and extend grace to those who need it. Um, and he knows that God will take care of any wrongdoings that have caused him pain um, and chainness in the past. I'm going to do a little bit of a plug and plug our, um, I think it was episode three, forgiveness, mm-hmm. where we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, that God, all we need to do is forgive and God's going to take care of the rest. So mm-hmm. that's a really important one to look at. And you're probably wondering, like, how can I look at a man and know that he's forgiving, especially if you're in the dating, um, the dating portion where you're intentionally right. dating, how are you going to know if they're forgiving? So something that's helped me is, uh, talking about their past, like n- not intentionally bringing it up, but if they talk about their ex or if they talk about somebody in their past, how do they talk about them? Like, right. do they hold grudges? Do they talk badly about them? Or do they talk about them with the heart of forgiveness? Like, that's mm-hmm. definitely something that in my relationship with Josh, like whenever he talks about people in his past, he mm-hmm. talks of, he talks about them with such a forgiving and loving heart, even if they've done something wrong. Um, and I feel like that's yeah. a really good thing to possess because then once you're in a relationship with them, it, you know, they are quick to forgive you and understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from in situations. So I think that's a really important thing to look at.
0: Yeah. And having a forgiving heart is, like, aligning your heart with God's heart. Like, God Mm -hmm. is extremely forgiving, so having that quality shows, like, that they are a man of God, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: And so another quality um, is good leadership. Mm -hmm. And so it's very common, like, it's said in the Bible that the man is, like, should be a good leader um and in Ephesians 5 22 to 23 it says wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church his body of which he is the Savior so this is a verse that a lot of people can read and get confused by and can be very misleading and mm-hmm. um misunderstood I think when first read um but being submissive is not in the sense of like allowing a man to control you or abuse you in in any sense because like that does not align with the heart of God and like that is not what God wants for you um but one thing that I did like that our friend um Hallie met oh Hallie hey Hallie (laughs) so like one (laughs) thing that she said about this because I think this is like a very popular thing that people who don't like really know Christ would like see and be very confused by. And she kind of explained it. And I think it just made more sense to what Christ wants is that when broken down, like submission is submission. Mm -hmm. So we should um, like trust and know our partners well enough that they are like men of Christ and good leaders so that we can submit to their mission, which is Mm -hmm. God's mission. So like we can follow in their mission to follow Christ. So in that sense, like submitting to their mission because you trust and know that that is God's mission and they're leading in that way.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Hallie, Hallie has so much wisdom and just
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> both, her, both her and Kels are just awesome. And that definitely is one that gets um, twisted a lot. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. you think of submission, you think of just your husband having total control of you right. yourself your body your thoughts and it kind of makes you a second-class citizen in your own relationship but that's not what God is saying at all and when Hallie no. broke it down like that I was like wow that's really true that and really makes good. more
0: sense yeah
1: exactly that makes more sense um, that that's what God is trying to tell us to do versus what the world thinks of submission
0: right it's really and good. so like you want them to be good leaders in that sense um in a relationship with like your relationship with Christ and they're leading you to that place and like purity and things like that.
1: Yeah. And whenever you're with somebody that submits their life to God, it's, you shouldn't be fearful to submit yourself to their mission that God gave them. Right. So I think, I think that, that was good. Yeah. When Hallie broke it down like that, that really like opened yeah. up my eyes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one that I wrote down is, um, a characteristic that you should have or that a godly man should have that you should be looking for is he believes like Abraham. So um, in the book of Genesis, it does talk about Abraham and Abraham had no children. And he was in his 90s when God gave him the word that he would be a father to many nations, many generations, and his children and their children and their children um, would be blessed. And in Romans 4:19 through 21, um, Paul, who's the author of Romans, um, he states about Abraham and his relationship with God. It says he did not weaken in faith uh, when he considered his own body to be already dead. He did not waver in unbelief at God's promises, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God because he was fully convinced that what God had promised he would be able to do. Um, So he believed that God was going to come through with him, go come through with his promises, um, which God always does and provide for him. And he uh, was a man of God and he trusted him. And it's important to be with a man that believes that God is capable of all things. Um, because with this understanding, he's never going to feel the need to look at the world's capabilities and fall on those. Um, I mean, if Abraham only looked at the world's capabilities, you know, he's 90 years old. He would have thought, I'm never going to have kids, but he trusted God. Yeah. Um, and a man of God knows that when God provides a word, he's going to deliver. Mm-hmm. And this act of believing can help you stay motivated too. Um, and. Mm-hmm it can help you understand that God always provides what he promises. So having a a man of God that um, that believes like Abraham will in turn help you believe in God's yeah. promises too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that just like reminds me of the triangle and like in the sense that when they grow and you grow like closer to Christ, you grow closer to each other and that like their believing helps you in your relationship with Christ too.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. good.
0: Um, and then, so another thing that I found really important is that, um, a man should be a servant. So it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to make her, her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. So like, as Christ, like, serves us, like, Christ came to serve, not to be served, Mm -hmm. um, and in the way he, like, serves his church and loves his bride, like, so should a husband, so is he a servant to you, is he, like, putting your needs before his own, and is he selfless, um, is he treating you like a daughter of Christ, like, Christ treats his church and loving and caring for you well, um, and is he intentional in the way he serves you, like, does he know, what makes you happy and, like, helpful things that, like, you would, like, need, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I feel like, too, um, not only is he serving you, but is he serving the church? Is he serving Mm -hmm. others? Is he serving his neighbor? Like, um, yeah, so it's important to look at, at your potential partner and ask, like, oh, is he doing that for not only me, but other people? Yeah. Along with that, a characteristic to look at is he fears god so this one was one that really took me a while to understand because whenever if you don't know Mm -hmm. god and what he's trying to say you may ask yourself like what does it mean to fear god and our worldly (laughs) definition of fear according to google.com is an unpleasant (laughs) (laughs) an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous likely to cause pain or a threat. So whenever you are, you know, whenever you look at fear God, originally, it looks like a negative thing, like fear God, because he is dangerous. um, And he's a threat. Mm -hmm. But whenever you break it down more, fearing God means to respect or be in awe of him and his presence. And it's a desire for our hearts to want what God desires. Um, and a man that fears God is incredibly important because whenever you fear God, that provides wisdom. Um, it talks about mm-hmm. it both in Psalms 111 10, which says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and all who follow him have good insight, but also job 20, 28, 28. Um, it says, he says to mankind, fear the Lord, that is wisdom and to turn from evil is understanding. So not only does, will his heart want what God's heart wants, but also when you fear God, that's the beginning of wisdom. So he will have, you know, a spirit of wisdom too.
0: And that's the end of mine. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you definitely want that <laughs> to, um, like, help guide your relationship. You don't want to, like, you want to trust them and have them, like, give you insight and advice and trust that it's, like, wise words from God mm. and not something that's not going to help you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: cool. So yeah, now we're gonna look at godly characteristics of a woman. Some of these are relational characteristics, but some of the characteristics are just things that you should thrive to have as a Christian woman as they're gonna bring you closer to him. So any opportunity that you can get to be closer to God, um, you should do. So the first one I have is seeking God first. Um, so before you start exploring the idea of a relationship, you should really look at your heart posture and ask if you are truly really seeking God first. Um, if you look at uh, Matthew six thirty three through 34, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be provided to you. Um, so God should be the first person that you talk to in the morning and the last person that you talk to when you fall asleep. So, as you know, relationship can be distracting. Um, so before you do get into a relationship, ask yourself if you're seeking God first, because like I said, if not, a relationship can be a distraction and cause more harm than good in your growth with Christ. If you're potentially with somebody who isn't going to be lifting yourself closer to God. So you should definitely be seeking God first Mm -hmm. and look at your heart posture with God first before you hop into a relationship with somebody else.
0: Yeah, that's definitely like key. And that's why we talked about in our like, singleness episode that there's so much fruit from that season and that like getting like s- drawing boundaries and like non-negotiables and growing in your relationship with Christ first in singleness before relationships so important um yeah and then kind of going off that like Proverbs 31 like that there's an incredible um like chapter about it talks about a woman of noble character so that's an incredible, um, like, passage to go off of and to read about, um, it, like, looking to, like, be a noble woman. um, and, like, one thing I did want to say is that there is an incredible, um, like, sermon through the porch, which is, um like the young adults ministry through watermark and they have a, Oh yeah. They're awesome. Um, the fantasy series. So that's like a really great series, um, about like love and like fantasy guy, fantasy girl and fantasy marriage. So like that kind of breaks it down more and goes into more detail than I think I'm going to, but I did want to like reference that because I like Mm -hmm. talking about that. And I, I use that honestly, like when listening to that, that helped me so much. So I would definitely recommend going and listening to that. Um, but in Proverbs thirty-one thirty, it says charm is deceitful and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who feels fears the Lord is to be praised. So, I mean, as we said, like you want a God fearing man and you want to put God first in your own life, like fearing the Lord, like as a woman, you are to be praised for that. Like that is an incredible quality. And that's more important than um, beauty and like charm and physical looks and characteristics and worrying about those things. But um, it's more important to be in awe of our lord yeah absolutely absolutely um so like i said um that it's important for like a partner you're looking for to be a servant it's also important as a woman to be a servant um and i think that's important as a woman and just as a christian in general to be serving um and like in the way that we care for our community and then as a woman like our husband and our family and those in needs. Um, Proverbs 31, 20 says her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. So like attending to those others in need and knowing those needs and serving Mm -hmm. them is a really important quality. And then also um, not being lazy. I mean, that should, (laughs) I feel like that's such like a simple thing, but I think like in our culture, it's really easy to get, I don't know, like especially now with quarantine and like being very stagnant, I feel like it's easy to get lazy, but I feel like as a noble woman, we're called not to be. And in Proverbs 31, verse 13 through 19, it has so many, it lists so many things that she's doing. It says she selects wool and flax and works with the willing hands. She is like like the merchant ships bringing food from far away. Um, she evaluates fields and buys it. She plants in a vineyard with her earnings. Um, so it's just so much. She has jobs upon jobs upon jobs. So, um, being like active and having things to do, um, because when God created woman, we were made to be helpers of mm-hmm. man because God, God knows they need us. So
1: they sure, Oh, they sure do. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> I think that's good. And that definitely called me out, Regan, the laziness, because I'm not going to lie. Like, (laughs) quarantine happened. And I was like, well, this is an excuse for me to just lay around and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I've been doing. But you're totally right. Like, God called us to help. God called us to, like, we have so many amazing, like, attributes that we can bring to things. So that's definitely something that I need to focus on too so thank mm-hmm. you
0: you're for, welcome
1: for putting that in there and calling yeah. me out of course. <laughs> unintentionally but <laughs>
0: iron sharpens iron
1: <laughs> yes yes absolutely so i do have a couple to just run through really quickly um the first one is to love others strongly so god calls us to love others with no reward because he loved us first um and he says this a lot in the bible but to uh Two, two verses that I really wanted to call out, both in Romans, 1st uh, Romans 12, 10 through 11 says, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters, outdo one another in showing honor. And Romans 13, 9 through 10 says, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Um, so as Christians, we are called to love everybody, like I said, with no reward, and loving others should be a characteristic that you should see in yourself, as that is one of the Ten Commandments. Um, so we should love each other without hesitation. And I feel like before getting into a relationship, you should look at how you love and how you love others. Um, so a really powerful thing that I had to do um, in my relationship was look at why I'm loving the other person. So like, am I am I doing this act of love just to get an act of love back? Or am I doing this act of love with no reward, because God says to love others strongly. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that I had to look at myself. So I feel like whenever you are in that season of intentional dating, it's important to look at how you're loving others and why you're loving others. Um, lastly, kind of goes along with that is to provide empathy to non believers. So I feel like as women of god we get saved and sometimes we forget where we were before we were saved we forget that we were out partying and doing this and doing that like whatever your your sin was but a godly characteristic that we must possess is having an empathetic spirit to others who are not yet believers and two verses that i really really like that whenever i read them i had to look at myself like wow is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: first corinthians 6 11 who says And some of you were just like this, uh, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. Along with that, i like to tie in Titus 3, 3 3-5, that says, for we too were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved for various passions and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, detesting one another. But when the kindness of God our savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us not by works of righteousness that we had done but according to his mercy through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the holy spirit so as women of god we're supposed to be a safe space for those who don't know christ and provide an honest conversation about his love um, in a compassionate and considerate way and we're not to scold others about their lack of knowledge or understanding on god but to show them god's love because we were once sinners too so we're supposed to say, "Hey, I understand where you're at. I was once there. This is how God got me through it." Instead of saying like, yeah. "Oh, that's where you're at." That's too bad. Like, yeah. I'm 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 up here now because right. when because when you become a Christian, you become higher. Like I don't know how to explain it, but Yeah. You're just transformed.
0: Yeah. Like you Yeah, that's like you are transformed by like the way God moves in your life and it's not so that we can have like a holier than thou mentality but that Mm -hmm. we can like bring others to know the love of Christ that we know because we know it's we just know it's a higher way like and we know that there's far more blessings in that than in us being the God of our own lives
1: exactly yes so that's what I was trying to say you put it in a much prettier (laughs) way
0: then i could have said it
1: but yeah we really need to provide empathy to non-believers um and that's and that's not necessarily like a relational one that's just something that you should strive to be as a christian woman
0: yeah for sure and like i think um like women who are believers can do a lot of ministry to other women and like in the sense that like it's hard to make female friendships in that kind of way i don't know and Mm -hmm. that like I don't know yeah. where I was going with this.
1: No, it is. It's it's sometimes it's hard to like whenever you're a new Christian, sometimes it's hard to make other Christian friends. Yeah. Especially as a female.
0: Yeah. So it's like Because cool to look up to one another in that way.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think it's important to be like a humble Christian and look at somebody that is a non believer not as not in, in eyes of pity, but in eyes of hope and in eyes of, of, of grace yeah. because we were once there too.
0: Right. And then like in our episode with forgiveness that like they are captives in their sin and that we were once them, you know, mm-hmm. and we know that there is hope in um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, But just one thing I wanted to like close out with, I guess, for this um, episode is just to remind ourselves of like the love of christ and the love that god desires for us and to not get so caught up in the love of this world that the world creates and the mm-hmm. hollywood love and the movie love and stuff like that because that's just not what true love is um mm-hmm. and first corinthians thirteen four through 7 I'm sure a lot of people know this, but it says love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes and always perseveres. So Mm -hmm. we should be these things every day to everyone, even non-believers. And like yeah with romantic relationships this is how we should love with families and even with our enemies like we are called to love our enemies so this is how we're supposed to treat them because this is what love is yes i read a thing one time just to kind of piggyback off of that i read a thing mm-hmm.
1: one time that said if you are looking to date somebody you should put their name where it says love yeah and it should make sense it should be true yeah but- also I feel like you should be you should put your name in there too yeah and see if it makes sense and see if it's true and if not pray to God about those things
0: right and like these are definitely just like basics of being in relationships because relationships Mm -hmm. are based off of love you know so we want to be all these things in order to have successful and happy relationships
1: yes absolutely we want to see you succeed in that next relationship honey so yeah well guys thank you so much for hanging out with us and tuning into another episode of god within her podcast um we hope that you enjoyed listening to us as much as we enjoyed providing you some biblical knowledge and we cannot (laughs) wait to spend time with you later bye Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of God Within Her Podcast. If you heard God speak to you through this podcast, be sure to let us know by
0: subscribing and giving us a review. And if you feel someone else could benefit from what you heard today, be sure to share it with them. You can find us on Instagram at God Within Her Podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.